Look at you. Greetings. Greetings. A new place. You're in mom's kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, here I am. How did this Your old haunts. How did yeah, my old haunt. We've switched. Now yeah. I'm far away and, and you're in the kitchen, but but you're at mom's, but what happened? How's the show being done from the kitchen? Um it's a long and winding and complicated story. Uh we, we have lots of time. Okay. Well we have lots of time. We've got almost an I, I'd say we generally do an hour show. I think mm. we have 55 minutes to talk about other things tonight. <laughs> okay. So um <laughs> Uh, yeah, there were some technical, I let something slip there. Oh, whoopsie. There were some technical (laughs) issues that we had in the, on the, on the desktop computer in mom's office. It's a fine computer. It's just not, uh, I don't have the things that are new enough to plug into it, to do it. Ah, gotcha. So my headphones need, need, uh, atomic blaster, you know. (laughs) additions that i don't have gotcha and lightning ports and all kinds of stuff and um lightning ports yeah so she's mom's listening upstairs and i'm in the kitchen and i hope that there's a sound of the dishwasher running i hope that's not too distracting not at all it's it's a holiday festive holiday feeling happy thanksgiving yeah time to you sir and you i'm very excited you have you been cooking all day no i I, we're gonna cook tomorrow we're gonna eat thanksgiving dinner tomorrow (laughs) no but but sometimes people do some prep of some things that are gonna be like like i i cooked today well you're you're a maniac because i'm i'm going to somebody's house tomorrow and i didn't want to take over their kitchen so i i prepped the casserole so all that has to be done is it gets thrown in the oven when i get there for a little Mm -hmm. while that's not what we did (laughs) okay i'm trying (laughs) i'm trying to have some interesting conversation here no i'm trying to follow up with you i i'm i'm happy to talk about thanksgiving i I just answered the negative to the one question you had so far is there anything that that you are in charge of tomorrow about which you are particularly excited? Um, about which I'm particularly excited. I'm oh, I'm excited look- about um, oh, pumpkin pie and deviled eggs done. Says well, bet bowls. That's great. Deviled eggs are yeah. Deviled eggs are oh that's a classic. God. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. But um, so tomorrow you're you're in charge of what? I'm in charge. It's not been designated. We're, I think this is a mutual uh, thing where we're we're all going to pitch in. Mom and I will take care of the brunt of it. And uh, you're Amelia's having brunt. Gonna, Thanksgiving we're gonna have, brunt. We're going to have Thanksgiving brunt, and then a couple hours later, going to do full Thanksgiving. You know, and um, so I don't know. I'll probably be, you know, in charge of uh, the potatoes. I have some ideas. I'm getting some, some, you know, yep. ideas from the ether, from the atmosphere. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to commit to a potato yet, but I know it's I'll coming. T- I'll tell you, I'm going to be in charge of some potatoes tomorrow. What are you going to do with them? No, no, I, I'm going to eat them. Oh, well, you're going to show them who's boss. Those I think that's about potatoes. as in charge of something as you can be. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. In which case, I should just tell you, I'm going to be in charge of that turkey. Yeah. I uh, I made a uh, a rutabaga carrot 
casserole. I would know that you had made that if if there was a table full of of dishes for potluck Thanksgiving <laughs> and somebody pointed around we're like, and here is the rutabaga, and I'd stop you and I'd be like, that's Matthews. Rutabaga with uh butter and horseradish mashed in. And then it's uh also mixed in with little cubes of um of Gruyere cheese. Whoa, you're gonna will... be in for a rutabaganing. Yes, yeah, there you go. And that those will melt, and then it gets topped with a mixture of rutabaga and mozzarella that gets melted on top of it. Yeah, it does. So that's what happens to that. Yeah. Um, so any news this week? Any anything exciting? Oh, uh, let me think. Um, hmm. Anything hmm. going on with your movie on Amazon? People? Oh, oh, that's yes, that's you have a right. Movie I'm on sorry, I forgot to mention. <laughs> yeah, the, the finally. Finally, uh, the movie that me and my team have been trying to make for and finish for years is finally done and out and got a little released bit of, on a little bit of news. Yeah. Um, yeah, we buried the lead here uh, on Ark and Bros. We talk about rutabagas and talk about mom's computers. And then and we the talk about movies. The name of the movie is Sender. Yeah, it's called Sender. Um, it's a feature film, and uh, it is available to see. It's a it's a it's a thriller. Uh, I guess if I were to try to explain it, kind of in the in the um, David Cronenberg world, you know, very inspired by him. Uh, I'm very inspired by him, and this movie is. And um, yes, and we're proud of it. And it's now available. It's a sci-fi thriller now available on Amazon, and Vimeo, and Voodoo, and a few other channels, but I don't, I can't remember what they are. Well, if you look it up, you know, if you just Google it, you Google that movie, and it tells you all your different watch options, right? Yes, you should be able to. Although I haven't done that with with Sender yet, but um, I bet you could. That is I know it's on there. It's on IMDb, and it's on the places that you go to look at you, to see if there's a movie. Well, you know, nobody's going to listen to you about whether or not they should watch it because you made it. So, of course, you're going to say that. But I did not make it. And I'm going to say you should see this movie. <laughs> it's uh, Senda. It's, Senda. It's, it's Senda. got everything. It's, yeah. it's, it's got <laughs> dancing and singing and <laughs> danger. <laughs> More danger. Um, crazy things you've never seen. Yes. Sender, you should see. You should see this movie that my brother made and then um, have some matzahs by Streitz. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, yes. it's it's a wonderful, wonderful, strange, um, dark, disturbing, interesting ride. I, I would concur with that. That was certainly my hope, was that it would be all those things. Yeah. And, and you should check it out with wonderful performances. Oh, uh, well, yeah, thank you. They, uh, you know, well, thank, th thanks to them. The movie, it works. There's some wonderful, wonderful actors in it. Um, There's this one you know. actor actor in it, um, a woman, um, and she looks so familiar to, oh, mm. she's my sister-in-law. Yes. The, does she play uh, Dr. Ames in yes. the movie? Yes. Um, she's fantastic. Yes. My, Joe uh, Irwin, my... Chuck Montgomery. Yeah. 
Jim Conroy, some great people in this. Jacob movie. A. Ware, um, uh, Mickey Solis, Susanna uh, Hoffman, um, uh, a great group, and um, and really, uh, uh, it's really like uh, it, it. More than anything, it's you know at this point after this long await, because um, we've mentioned this movie before here, but after this long await, just to just to you know get um, get a chance to to have the people that made it see it like at this point yeah. that just feels fantastic because really there's been nowhere to go there was a we got cut short due to the pandemic like a lot of people did right um at the festival circuit and it just kind of derailed the whole sell, sales part of the movie for a while um so we're just really grateful it, it happened and um and yeah check it out on amazon if you've got a free evening and um, we're not going to cover it on this show. I don't think it'd probably be a mistake to. Well, you can't. You can't review your own work. Well, I could. I. Well, I, I won't. So uh, mom is piping in here, and she says, "Matthew, are you really going to throw the casserole in the oven?" No, no, mom. I'm. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to place it in the oven. Yes, He's going to throw it in the oven like that that uh, that killer doll in that uh, trilogy of terror. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the steak um, in that. And mom also says, and yes, you should all see all see Sender. It's fantastic. But Again, I will. I, I assure you, mom, I will gently place the castle. You know, that's an endorsement that anybody listening needs to, you know, take with the grain I, of salt. I know. It's, your is, mom. it's my mom. She's she's probably going to support the movie yeah um but uh but you know hey if you if you like it give it give it a nice rating give it a star a few stars more than one if you like it if you do um but yeah Uh, what's going on with you what's happening with you a little fun news uh your niece my daughter the, the it's the same person right um uh, you know, she's at the 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 uh, LaGuardia High School, the one of the leading performing arts high schools in the country. She's a dancer, and she's in the musical. The, the she's a senior now, and they do the big musical every year. And when it's a musical at the high school at, at LaGuardia, it's a big deal. She was just made dance captain today. Oh so my that, gosh! Wow, that that's fantastic! Really, news. Oh, she must her. be over the moon. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a nice, uh, nice feather in her cap. Amazing. I'm very proud of her. Um, and she got her first headshots done too. They they do oh, really? headshots at the school. Yeah, um, and they're they're pretty amazing. Um, she, I'm listens trying... to, she listens to the show every week. Every oh god, she's our so, biggest fan. I know she's, she's listening now. Hi, 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 hi congratulations. Yeah, because <laughs> this is her kind of thing. Totally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hanging out with her uncle and her dad <laughs> while they talk about Nick Cage movies. Yeah, what what seventeen year old girl would? It's not a want dream. To do that? You got to yeah. aim for the dreams. What yeah. can I say? Um, uh, I'm I'm searching searching for other things to talk about. Oh, we bottled a lot of uh, Batch Twenty Two today, oh, sample yeah. bottles because we have a big uh, presentation this coming Monday for investors. So that. Uh, anything else uh, interesting to talk about? Uh, anything to k- keep us from having to talk for too long about this movie? Um, Boy, um, 
you know, I, I, I no, I came prepared and then I came prepared too, but you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm ready to start. I don't have, okay. uh, you know, I don't have a ton of, uh, news. I don't have any other movies coming out. I, I have nothing else to talk about. All right. Well, I, I will start it off by quoting another helicopter movie, uh, that, that we watched. Um, I would like to be able to say, catch you later. Yeah. As, as Roy Scheider said to Malcolm McDowell, when he blew him out of the sky at the end of, at the end of blue thunder. Right. Uh, that's what I wanted to do to this movie. I you would rather say it. that than snort that sucker. Snort that sucker. Well, we're going to get to the climb, the line that is spoke. We will get later in the show to the the line that I'm sure the the screenwriters labored over forever for the climax of the battle sequence of this movie. Uh, but we'll we'll save that because it's so special. Um, this movie has. Uh, you need to explain something to me. Uh, well, first of all, we should say. <laughs> I, I hope that I can. Is, the movie is English. Firebirds. The movie yes. is Firebirds from 1990, and basically, uh, we could give you the plot, but basically, the plot of the movie is Top Gun. Uh, it's a rotary wing Top Gun. It's. Um, it's uh, helicopters and instead of the soviet the former soviet union yeah it's drug cartels in in south america i i have a name that i think should have been uh, they should have considered top uh, top thunder should have been <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of this movie we're reviewing top thunder so um tom cruise is played by nicholas cage kelly mcgillis is played by Sean Young. Tom Skerritt is played by Tommy Lee Jones. Um uh Anthony Anthony Edwards uh Anthony Andrews Edwards Andrews Anthony Edwards Anthony Edwards is there's is, not really a goose yeah a breaker really. breaker is the is the Brian Kessler okay. play but he doesn't get killed he gets shot but he doesn't get killed yeah like, but we like don't get to know him as well as we get to know Goose. don't get to know him um my buddy Richard Soto is Captain Tejada at the in the beginning of the movie um and uh Richard's with us he's spending Thanksgiving on the show with us tonight isn't he 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 actually uh can't be here because he's in uh tech dress for a Christmas carol at South Coast Repertory, uh wherein he plays the ghost of Christmas present. Mm -hmm. Um and um oh, I see he has his priorities, fine. J.A. Preston plays General Olcott, who would be I'm forgetting the name of the actor in in Top Gun, the the bald captain of the ship at the end of the movie who the the, the oh, they who's, do who's that on. guy who's in everything that guy who's that fantastic guy, yeah. but i'm yeah. forgetting his name anyway um so that's the movie we don't have to go into the plot because if you saw top gun you know the plot it, it yeah. has to go through the, all the helicopter training to be very special in the helicopter he's got an eye problem that he has to overcome and then there's the big mission down in south america where they have to go after 
the very bad, bad, bad man who's making things tough for the who, DEA. Who has a history with, with Nick Cage. Nick Cage uh, is actually had a run-in with this guy. Yes. And, and yeah. killed his friends at the very beginning of the movie. Right. Which I think you left out an important part that this sets up a classic revenge tale, which. Uh, sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, and we know he's a bad guy, not just because he killed the guy at the beginning of the movie, but because they show us many, many photographs, surveillance photographs of him in which he looks like a bad guy. There, well, that comes in later in the conversation. There is a photograph of him during a debriefing, yeah. like a, an, like a, you know, a spy shot of him, black yeah. and white picture, and it's clearly like him, like making eyes at the camera, kind of like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm a bad guy. <laughs> this is not a spy shot. Only. In other words, it's no telephoto lens. It's literally like a close up of him, the three feet away, and he's looking at the camera and he's smiling. Yeah. I'm like, that's not. And he looks like I don't always blow DEA agents out of the sky, but when I do, uh, right? I mean, it's just—it's just unbelievable. Everything. But here's the que- here's the biggest question I have for you. This, um, and I—I I, want to know if you can answer it. This movie has a four point eight rating on IMDb. You think that's high? Uh, well, my question is: Is a four point? Is that four point eight? Does IMDb use a scale of a thousand? Oh well, come on. You know, it's a it's a nostalgia pick. It's a nostalgia pick, and also I think this movie was very big in 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 you know in Europe and in uh, the. Is Balkans. the four point eight out of ten? Is it ten on IMDb? I don't yeah. Know. Oh, it's 10. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was five. I thought it was <clears throat> no, no, no. Because no. on Amazon, it's five. You get five star rating. Yeah, no. It's on Uber, you get five stars. Hey, yeah. five stars. Which is strange because I, I think like IMDb is owned by Amazon now. Right. So, so why don't they get this, the number system straight? Okay. Where to begin? Where to begin? Well, I think we can begin with the first shot. Why not begin right at the very beginning with, with, you know, one of the best helicopter, you know, shots in a movie. I don't mean helicopter shot in the sense that it's not from a helicopter. It's a shot of helicopters. helicopters. And it's, you know, it's been done. There are helicopters coming, flying out of the sun. Yeah. Out of the big red setting sun. And, um, but this arguably is the best one of those I've ever seen. Yeah, and so good that they use it again at the end. Um, well, I'm uh, look. We're not at the end yet. We're just at the beginning. <laughs> Can we be at the end? No, we. Well, um, I, I think that I'm talking about the only high point right now. <laughs> and I will agree with you that that shot is gorgeous. Yeah, I, I thought we were in for a treat. Yes, and then. <laughs> And then, and then you ran your head straight into the brick wall that is the worst script ever written. It's it it's it is so bad that it that it actually I'm 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 going to I'm going to do some research and see if it's on purposely that bad okay. because there's a part of me. Look, 
Matthew described the movie perfectly. You described it perfectly. It, it, it's it's Top Gun with helicopters. It's the same thing with just a, a, a shred of officer and gentleman, except Nick Cage isn't really, you know, from from the you know the wrong side of the tracks. He's just you know, he's just an arrogant kid who flies helicopters. Um, but it's what I think was surprising to me was how. I was expecting a movie this straight to video and and it was straight to video. Like it didn't, I don't even think it got released in theaters here or if it did, it was out for like a weekend. Um, And uh, you're expecting. I think think actually it went to video like in the middle, they they released it in theaters yeah. And the first time it was shown, I think they stopped it in the middle of the film. And, and they were said, like, ah, screw it, just put it on cable. have to watch the rest of it on video. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's what's unique about it, though, is that usually to me that like that kind of movie is really based on like, you know, war movies. There's no real war in this until the very, very end. And it's not a very long sequence. Most of this is just about you know, the trials and tribulations of a young chopper pilot at school, you know, like it doesn't, it's just about him training and about the relationships he has with his, with his trainer, Tommy Lee Jones. And with this kind of ex-girlfriend who shows up at the base, who's another air, you know, helicopter pilot. So all these moves that are straight out of like commando and, and raw deal and stuff that you've seen are being crammed into this kind of like feel good, romantic, American Rara movie with a little action at the end. Yeah. And they don't even kill Tommy Lee Jones. I'm full spoiler. Like you think at least they've got to kill him. Right. Yeah, pretty no, much everybody's Peter, fine. Everybody's okay. Um, so well, this is weird to see something Peter that's this badly. Sorry. Peter dies, which is sad. Somebody's got to go. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so even in this, somebody had to go. And but of it, all the people, I mean, I love Peter Odorati. Yeah. Well, it's notable then. He's like, I'm the guy who died in that, though. So he yeah. gets off easy. So um, sh- let's go through. Um, oh, I, I don't know where to begin. I don't know. How let's to begin. Organize. Let's begin with the second thing, then, which is okay. a, which is a, which is a quote of George George Bush's about the cartel war, which is like what? The, right. The war on drugs. There we Which go. was a really, you know, that that was like, okay, so not only are we seeing a straight-to-video helicopter movie that's not badly shot, but it's clearly aligned with, you know, some right-wing political views about oh, yeah. drug wars and, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you said not badly shot. I do have a question, though. You know, movies are visual arts. But there's also sound, and right, we have to no, record. No, dialogue. sound is uh, never going to fly in movies. It's it's a don't believe it. The sound isn't going to be a thing. I have a question: Was this entire movie ADR'd? It 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 sounded like it, it because it, it was rough. They no matter where they were, they sounded like they were in a sound booth. Yeah, no matter where they were. Well, I think that's because they shot on location around real choppers all day long. And probably right. they did have to ADR everything in it. And it wasn't at a community a, college. Which yeah. Is, I mean, literally, this this you're looking at it and you're like, 
where like it's like Top Gun, except it looks like it was shot at like you know Stanford Community College. In it was shot at Pima Community College in Tucson. I know, and then you look up and you see that it was, but it, they did not hide the fact that this cadet helicopter, you know, chopper academy. Yeah, elite, the, the elite of the elite. It's like you know, and honestly, that that's something perverse about that, which I enjoyed about the movie. So I actually kind of like liked it because it it was trying to make me believe things that I didn't I mean I just didn't believe for a second but then they have all the support from the obviously from the real military because they have they don't have money for a for a set you know or for like something cool looking uh, you know design wise but they have 8000 helicopters in the air yeah somebody donated some helicopters they also apparently didn't have money for costumes I'm sure the military donated um, uniforms. So the flight suits and all of that stuff looked great. But the minute they were in civilian clothes, I mean, somebody needs to explain to me the outfit that Sean Young is wearing in the laundry room scene. I was confused. (laughs) It was just like she allowed them to dress her like that. I wasn't I didn't I wasn't angry at anybody. (laughs) But I was confused. <laughs> I could not no. believe what I was seeing. Then there are scenes in this movie that you watch and you say, okay, that is a scene that did not give me any information and nor did it advance the plot in any way. For instance, the birthday party scene. The only yes. information that gives us is that Tommy Lee Jones had a birthday. Yeah. Well, and I suppose that plays a little bit into the theme of aging and, oh, I'm getting too old and they won't send me on the mission with my, with my crew. And do I still have it? And the new young buck is coming up and maybe he'll be better than me. But the scene, so the, they put that scene in there to support that theme. I get that. But it never occurred to them to have it serve some other function with maybe some interesting dialogue or or something. Well, I think they thought they had interesting dialogue. I don't that's the you know, I think they really thought maybe they had a kind of a a a, a tender mercies in the sky kind of thing here. <laughs> and they didn't, but I think they thought they did. Tender mercies I mean, in the sky. We learn we learn that uh he's 40. You know, and he's aging. And then yeah. uh, he used to be the best. And now he wants to go. He doesn't like to go to parties. He just wants to kind of go home. And he's kind of like a family, like homebody now. Yeah. But he and can then, still um, blow but out. then we still learn that, that he's really well liked. You know, I mean, that that is having everybody show up at that party and kind of genuinely want to be there for him as a surprise. You know, I guess they're trying to say he people really like this guy. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I think you were prepared for a bit of an action movie here with some with some twists of plot and espionage as I was. I I didn't know this was going to be uh kind of an airborne romance. I did not uh, I didn't know that. Okay, well, you 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 keep referencing the romance. It's there, I, plain as day. Yes, it's there. The laund- look at the costume she wore in the laundry room. But um, 
I have a question about that. They had a romance that mm -hmm. went south, and now they've shown up at the same training thing, and she is saying, I'm not going to have anything to do with you anymore. Right. Don't want, doesn't want to see him at all. I don't want to see you. It's over. This isn't happening. Mm -hmm. and it's then, a hard no. Just flat no. It is a hard, flat no. You do not have a chance with me. This relationship is not going to be rekindled. And then nothing happens to change that. There is no event of any kind. <clears throat> like he gets injured or he has um, something. Nothing happens. And there, suddenly she's well, like. Something does happen. Though. I mean, it, you do watch it, you, it. You're you're right. You're like. And then suddenly she's just like, like. Let's when go are we away going for out? the weekend and have sex. <laughs> yeah. Like out of freaking nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. It, it makes no sense. And then I stopped and I thought. Oh, wait a minute. He, in the interim between no and yes, let's go for away for the weekend. He did well on the test. Oh. And that's when I got kind of disappointed in the movie, though. When I, I mean, I was like, oh, like, this is pretty juvenile thing to do. Do if that's what they were doing because that is the only thing that changed that's he the only thing that changed a... but i didn't see that as something that that hadn't they didn't what what else didn't could even... it what else could it possibly have been other than that that they oh, okay but if you're gonna say that that's what it was then then show her caring and scheming to be with the best at some point but we don't see that part no of i think this is where this is where the movie is either secretly ge stealthy genius <laughs> or the most morally corrupt movie I've ever seen. I just, I don't, I think it's neither. I think it's just Ooh. clumsy. And Ooh, I think tape. that those, those two things that you've identified, mm -hmm. they both happen in the movie. I don't credit the writers with, with linking those things up at all. I think they, they either cut us, cut a scene or we're like, well, she's got to get together with him. Um, she changed. Uh, she changes her mind. See, here's where I don't know. I mean, maybe we look at the movies. This is maybe one of the places we look differently at movies is because I'm just I'm just acting on what I saw. I'm not thinking about anything. But okay, what changed? He he finally did well on the test. The bad and everybody. And everybody and everybody on campus is like, "Hey, great man! You you know you did it. You got out of the bag or in the bag or whatever they called it." Yeah, he beat the bag. That's before he fails with the eye thing because she's already yeah. on Team Cage by that point. But yeah, the literally the only thing that happened is a big deal. Like he's like really like proud of himself, and everybody knows that he did this thing. I don't know why. Well, and that's the only thing that changed, and I and I'm like maybe. But these writers are so dumb that they think it's yeah, except everybody beats the bag. You don't get to, I mean, it's a big deal for him to beat the bag because he's got the eye problem, but there is no pilot who goes who gets to fly those jet those helicopters and go down to South America who doesn't pass that test. This movie really got under your skin. This it's, really bothers you. This movie really, really bothered you. It's, it's it's offensive in how bad it is. Okay, I'm gonna go another another question. 
pilots, right, for whom I... Okay, so eye problems are already highlighted in this movie. And I, I, visual acuity is one of the most important things that a pilot can have. If you don't have like 28,000 vision, right? The best vision anybody ever has, you don't get to be a pilot. Um, but in our, in our time off for recreation, we're going to do some boxing that involves people bashing each other in the head before we get, get up and go into, uh, you know, they're rough guys, man. They're kind of, they're kind of dangerous. They have a death <laughs> wish. They're crazy. All right. Clearly you, know? you, you love these pilots. You, you just, all right. No, I mean, anybody that dedicates their life to something and then is willing to just throw it away by punching each other in the face. <laughs> okay. All right. I have another question. <laughs> um, okay. I have a question about explosions. And, oh. bomb, and bombs mm. um when a bomb lands right uh does it cause absolutely no damage at all except where it lands a giant flame shoots straight up into the sky generally and generally that combined with somebody on a, a bouncing through the air <laughs> okay Fully you know, intact, not her really harmed, but just kind of going, whoa, and flying. Yeah. Because the explosions yeah. in this movie were clearly just like like flames shooting up into the air. No mm -hmm. damage, nothing. Like to, to watch the, the bombing sequence in this compared to the bombing sequence in, uh, I don't know, Catch-22. Um, right. With, with buildings exploding and and you know, you know it's it's like well we don't have any money firebirds comes up a little short is is what you're saying they're saying we can't blow anything up but what we can do is shoot some flaming gasoline into the sky right okay. right um that's all true that's all true. I'm. I really want to stop though, and just ask you to breathe. breathe just take a bre breather, I man. Can't, it's gonna. I you're I'm you're really upset, and there's no reason this movie should make you angry. Like not zero. So I just have, I have a show to do. Have to do. I have a show to do, and I have to talk about this thing. I know, but I'm and just entertain just, the people. Just you don't. You're really angry, and I, and I'm just saying like. It's something about this. Blood pressure. It triggered you. Just con this. Everything's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Um, it's not that. It's not that bad. It, it, it's it, it's really harmless and inoffensive ultimately. But 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 you know, I understand why you think it's not a great movie. All right. I'm not Hold coming to other, its defense. I've got other things to talk about. I I just just again. Take a, take a sip of beer. Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, there. did you catch... Now, here's the only place where I thought, wow, the writers actually tried to do an interesting homage reference to a true real hero of American military aviation and, and, or 
it was an accident and I, and I'm not sure what it was. And do you know what I'm talking about? No. The strawberry gum. Nick oh. Cage chewing the strawberry gum. Is that the stick of Beeman's reference? Is that a, is that Beeman's Who, reference? Were they did they have a moment of intelligence and try to make a reference to hey Ridley you got another you got a stick of Beeman's on you? <clears throat> Maybe because it's possible. Uh, it's possible because I'm going to I'm not going to support this movie. I'm not going to go to bat for it, but I'm going to, I'm going to posit a way to look at it that could include that and other things and mean that you are dead wrong about it, but that's uh it's just a postulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good luck with that, but I'll listen with an open mind okay you just let me know when you're truly ready to listen and because oh, oh. i still feel like there's no getting through you right now because you're can really I, angry you're angry I, you're upset all right this let this me, is a nick cage movie you wish you hadn't seen let me okay oh, let me there you go let it out slowly though yeah that's in, it in with the good out yeah. with the bad right yeah. okay but I still have things on my list. Okay, well, covered, let's. I'll get, I'll get let's, back to them. I'll get okay. back to them after. Oh, you want me to? Yeah, I'm, uh, I've calmed down a little bit. Okay, there's just two things that happened in it that 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 really surprised me. <laughs> that were so from another movie completely. Okay. Um. One was that the. Uh, I. I I thought it was a stroke of genius that the uh, the giant debriefing conference table in the war room is in the shape of a coffin. I thought that was fascinating. And I went, huh, what a crazy design choice. That was right. That was like really crazy. Did you notice that? No, but in the shape of a coffin in the sense that it was a rectangle? No, it's a, a, a rectangle is not a coffin shape. In fact, coffin shape is coffin shaped, Matthew. Don't get angry at me. I didn't make firebirds, dude. I didn't do that. <laughs> I would never have done that to you. I'm just saying it was literally the shape of a coffin. It is, it is like a cutout cartoon of a coffin. Of a coffin. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and look at that and maybe I'll love this movie. Oh God! Listen. <laughs> so the the production designer had one moment of of no, inspiration, no. and okay, okay, you're <laughs> you've had it, you've had it. You're 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 combative with me. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> no, I right love now. you. I love you. But the production designer had an idea, and that oh, that's a. That's a that's a tone. All I'm saying is that is that that's a tone. Okay. <laughs> okay. And and your next and then next... there's a there's a line exchange after um, Nick Cage succeeds in one of his training runs with Tommy Lee Jones, and he's flying the chopper and they fly in tandem. Tommy Lee Jones is in the chopper with him, and they can switch off and on who's piloting the the, uh, the helicopter. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is really in control of it because he's the he's the trainer. Right. And um, Nick Cage finally succeeds at one of the training runs and 
he's really proud of himself. It's big. It's a big moment for him. And Tommy Lee Jones is very proud of him. But um, so he says, uh, how do you feel? They're flying and they're talking through the intercoms. And he goes, how do you feel? And Nick Cage smiles and then he gets serious and he says, I don't feel anything. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones like smiles and nods like that's the right answer. And they fly off. Yeah. And I thought that's when I thought this movie is kind of like a secret Paul Verhoeven. It's, it's a little bit like, uh, I mean, you could view it as a Paul Verhoeven movie. It, it, it could be that the makers of it were making something mocking Top Gun completely and totally and subvert in a subversive fashion so that it kind of looked like Top Gun and felt like, a stupid version of Top Gun, but was in fact kind of mocking it and leaving clues that maybe there was a mind behind this because honestly, you couldn't, I don't think you could make a better parody of Top Gun than this. I could. Okay. Well, I got it out of my system. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, No, I hear you. And I, I one of the things I I truly uh love about you is your unbridled unapologetic enthusiasm and uh dare I say ombudsmanship for any movie to to take it and 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 look for the best in it. I think that's I think that's a, a great, admirable and um and and maybe even spiritually advanced uh quality. Hey now, that's that's um, not true. Um, that, that I don't have it, 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 it. I don't have it. Entertain me and and be good or. <clears throat> or die no <laughs> um yeah okay I, well, I'll, I'll take that i mean thank you uh, i think that i think that what you're describing is the way that you feel about food yes yeah yes so, i don't you know for you a bad meal i know you've had them but you'd be hard pressed to go like well, what was a truly like like a bad meal as opposed to one that was just interesting or like I mean, you, you, you like a, you like a, a taco truck as well as a fine restaurant. In fact, taco truck is more your speed in many ways, but you appreciate food of all different kinds. Right. And yeah. What goes into the making of it and how it's made. And even if it doesn't totally work, you're like, Oh, well, it could be better if you did this or that to it. I think that's exactly how I look at movies. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really care if they suck. There's just still as much for me to think about if they're bad. Right. You know, and, and, and so anyway, I mean, I don't know, whatever. I also think that having made a couple movies, uh, you, you, something dawns on you because I've been hard on movies, of course, but something dawns on you where it's like, even the worst movie you've ever seen, like a group of 10 or 15 people loved it 
loved it so much that they that they they really did work hard to make it no matter what it is they're all even a terrible terrible movie is is really hard and painful to make and why you're a better person than i am um I think it's, but this is this, you know, look, we're Siskel to Ebert, different attitudes. You, you're unforgiving and unremitting. And I'm a little <laughs> bit, I'm a little bit more open, but you know, yeah. you talk, but you want to see me feel a little bit unforgiving. You know, let's talk Ooh. about some new Netflix shows. Like right. that's, okay. that's where I'll, that's where I'll, you know, I'll fall apart on that completely. And you'll be right. like, yeah, but the writing is good and it's interesting and it was well threaded and thought through. And I'll be like, I want to, I literally want to walk off the side of a cliff right now. Right. Okay. Um, can, can we get back to my fun list of bad things? Please, let's please <laughs> not talk about how great I am anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, dialogue. There's some dialogue in this movie. Um, you came up with one of the, one of the two good lines in the movie. Hmm. There's so you like that that exchange was kind of like yes I remember exchange. going interesting okay one other line and um that I thought I liked once a helicopter battle has been engaged someone is going to die you boys do not have the speed to run away from a fight I like it's like just bare bones this mm -hmm. is the reality of what you guys are facing but then we get to dialogue like. Uh, Nick Cage is in the training uh, thing, the the gyro training <laughs> thing, which which the screen is the worst video game graphics you've ever seen in your life. Um, you would think that the air, that the army would be able to do better than that, but um, he uh, he's being put through his paces, and uh, and um, Tommy Lee Jones turns to the guy who's running the programming thing and says um you know punch it up to x-ray no pu punch it up to uh punch it up to zulu yes and, yeah. and, and, and the guy says the schedule calls for x-ray sir i'm changing the schedule Ooh, okay wow that's um, I am the greatest. Nick Cage just screaming, Shouting, I, am I am the, the greatest, greatest is... over and over again. But see, that's where I'm like, that couldn't be funnier to me. I couldn't have made, you couldn't, you, you couldn't make that a funnier parody of that stuff if you tried. No. You I am the greatest over and over again. Over and over again. Um, when we have mastered these tactics, we will use them to seek out and confront the forces of evil and kill them deader than hell. Yeah, classic, great line. stuff. That's very big of you, Little. That was witty. Uh, yes. witty line. And then the big, inspiring father-son mentor-student moment between... Tommy Lee Jones and Nick Cage. I joined my army for the same reason you did to kick ass. Like in the old war movies, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for in you. A first class, all American hero with his heart and brain wired together, cooking full tilt boogie for freedom and justice. So, I mean, this movie makes okay. green berets look well crafted 
that's that's exactly why there's a part of me that will never rest on planet earth at all until i get to talk to somebody who will tell me for a fact that this isn't secretly very subversive okay. somewhere that somebody involved whether it was the screenwriter or the director or nick cage himself somebody involved knew they were making a parody of of you know of this kind of movie because it's that it's that ridiculous i mean honestly that ridiculous I'm, i can't i can't argue with how bad any of it is but i will argue with you about how entertaining it is because it's it's a, a very entertaining movie i i thought i i i i laughed my ass off um i did not <laughs> well you were in a you were in a bad mood i was because in a bad mood. because this is a movie you you neglected the like a okay one of the best sequences that i've come across in weeks now is in this movie <laughs> okay what's that what other movie has a man driving a jeep with panties <laughs> on his face and a snorkel <laughs> strapped to his eyeball does you've never seen it before that is I have, actually there's unique. another movie um you're not allowed to say what that is on the air. Though. <laughs> you can find that on YouTube. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's that. There's there. Okay. There's many pleasures here. That is one of them. And then a general drives up next to their Jeep. See what they're trying to do. It's Tommy Lee Jones, who we learn had the same eye problem that he did, but doesn't mention it doesn't come up until he nearly fails yeah nick cage for clearly having an eye problem yeah which turns out to be rather easy to treat with one session one session to retrain your involving eye a circle and a pair of and a pair of ladies panties <laughs> and driving blind like a maniac on the on the air force base whereupon they stop right next to this general and his wife and it's like a great poupon commercial <laughs> Except he's got panties on his face. And the lady says, the general's wife says, he's got panties on his head. She says that. That's a line yes, in this movie. Yes. yes, it is. It gets like that. You get to see a great punch out at the disco because apparently in Tucson, uh, they, they didn't have a lot of options. So they went to a strip club which they translate they created a, a rock club in and to shoot in so yeah they have that and there's a great punch out where uh, nick punches a guy so hard in the face he'd probably have killed him um what can i say there's many scenes of hilarity and 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 uh <laughs> i don't know why you weren't entertained um uh, I love the line when they're driving through the wasteland of the desert when he says uh, they're going to their, their romantic weekend and he says, don't you wish we could build a house here? And you're like, what? Where? In what a I nuclear test about that, though, Did you notice, though, that when they're driving through the desert, ostensibly in the middle of nowhere, that in the distance is a town? 
I didn't notice that. They couldn't turn the camera around so that you just had a vista of desert. No, there's like too scary. You want to know they're going to be okay. If an emergency (laughs) happened, that they'd be okay. Oh, okay. Um, Um, uh, Pairings. What's the pairing for this movie? I mean, Top Gun is too easy, too, too easy, right? This, uh, I think Top Gun would definitely be too easy to say. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious that you would pair this movie, watch this movie with Top Gun. Let's say, uh, Hmm. That's a really good question. Cause I had an idea. Other what did you that, think? Uh, the room. Okay. For for you know you you compare that you think these are on equal footing in terms of no no I, I I'm being I'm being I'm actually uh, well no I I would I would pair this movie with the room for the how well the actual love scenes are done uh, in, the, <laughs> in the two movies that, that there this is a remarkable love scene it's one of the worst love scenes I've ever seen. There are shots. I, I I don't know what's happening really physically. I can't. I I didn't really want to know, but I couldn't figure out how they were, what was happening at any given moment. And she's smiling, kind of like she's got this somewhat idiotic smile on her face. Uh, yeah, they do not. This does not look like lovemaking. I don't. It doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before. Uh, <laughs> very strange things are happening there. Also, they recycled shot like three shots over and over again in it. Yeah. Literally, like the same. Like I didn't notice that two like a minute ago I saw this shot. It's not like from the beginning of the movie. You just showed it to me. <laughs> okay. Very silly moment. We we decided oh, we're gonna have the, the very silly moment uh award, and I have something for that. What's that? The scene of Tommy Lee Jones the mo- getting out of bed the morning after the boxing match. Great. I couldn't, Ooh, figure, out, I couldn't figure out what was going on. Eyes <laughs> back hurts. Your head. What did, what did you, how did you hurt yourself? <laughs> Just like, it was, that was pretty astounding. But can and we, the whole relationship I mean, with his wife was just weird. Well, it's weird. It made me feel like there may have been some things cut out of the movie. Uh, One I, hopes. <laughs> I mean, I guess Tommy Lee was having a little bit of a career slump in here, um, or maybe not. See, that's the thing. I can't really. Call. I don't. I don't have my notes like I am to be open in front of me right, right. now because I'm in the kitchen. He, he actually looked great in this movie. He looks fantastic in it. He's he's a total hunk. He's great. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I didn't know him that much back then. You know, I know the older Tommy Lee and I was, I was kind of like, whoa, he was like, dude, you can go see executioner song or rolling thunder or something. You'll see like, he was, he was a really handsome, really yeah. tough, tough guy. He played, uh, I mean, he played, he was a rugby player apparently, um, in school. And, uh, I think it was rugby might've been football, but I think it was rugby tough guy. And um, real a real like cowboy, real horseman, and uh, really fit, scary, yeah. scary fit. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, I think it's time to talk about also the um, the climax of the movie. 
and the the dialogue that was written for the the climax of the movie the showdown between nick cage and the bad bad baddie bad guy Mm -hmm. and the you know we've got lines like um you know uh i'm trying to think what 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 are great lines when when the when the showdown happens like what is uh you know we've got yippee yippee kayo motherfucker right it's a great one what else what are what are great lines when the uh get him well get no that I mean, guy in real in real movies the great lines of the the final conference like like in top uh, like in blue thunder catch you later you know that he All gets right. to repeat that back Nick Cage is given this line when he's finally confronting the bad baddie. He says, I'm going to kill him now. <laughs> that's. That was really good. That's the line. That was really it's good. Like, that yeah. that's writing. Yeah. That's I'm going to kill him now. That's another thing that made me think that Paul Verhoeven maybe directed this movie. <laughs> But yeah, except Paul Verhoeven would get things, you know, that's one of my favorite lines ever is Dick, I'm very disappointed. Hysterical. You know, and this movie didn't. Starship Troopers, though, doesn't have one line that you can really remember. No. No. It's Starship Troopers is a lot like this, except it's beautiful to look at. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch Starship Troopers then. Starship Troopers is a weird movie because it, it truly is it's made on purpose to be the thing that you don't like. And it's a it's a it's a trip. <clears throat> but then I might like it if it's made on purpose. that's I don't think this was made on purpose. Yeah, you I, don't you don't know that. I you don't, don't you never talked to any of these people. You have not talked to any I actually, of them. I actually have spoken to one of these people. Didn't talk to him about Firebirds, did you? I did talk to him about so, Firebirds earlier this evening. Okay. And he said he he said that when I w- finally when I went to see the movie, I said, "Holy shit, that's what we were making? I'm in that movie?" Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> When he saw it on HBO, because I think that's the only place it came out. He was not. He was not. He was not impressed. Um, there is the funniest line, though. I think I've ever heard in a in a like a war situation. What's that? It's before the climax, and they're they've got the orders to roll out. Right? Yeah. They're all gonna get into their choppers and get on the cargo plane and fly down to South America to do this this terrible deed that must be done. <laughs> <laughs> and over the loudspeakers, you can hear like on with, with you know the voiceover of the commanding officer saying, "In 24 hours, we're going to move out. We launch immediately. We leave tomorrow morning." It's it's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. He changes his mind three times during the course of his speech. I also have a question for you: When did the South American cartels? get the highest end get ghost technology fire, fire yeah jet, I, I don't jet. know i don't know where they got the stealth bomber from matthew <laughs> I I, i'm not sure 
alien technology just like we did i guess you know um i i I don't have anything else i don't think to say um we launch immediately we leave tomorrow morning (laughs) what am i what can we say about this (laughs) somebody said it somebody wrote it and somebody said it which means that somebody knows and they did it on purpose hello i must be going they did it on purpose. I did like all of the dramatic shots of faces in the in the last uh, battle fight too. The battle fight—that's a good battle term, fight. Term of- Could have been the other name for the th- top thunder or battle fight, known in Europe as battle fight. Yeah. Um, all right. We are praise. You know, if if if, if future civilizations see this movie. They will think less of us. I, I hope that they see other movies. Like, let's not put this movie in the time capsule that we send it's, to I don't think you have to worry about that. I think it's amazing <laughs> that you're able to see it now, today, in any form. I think it's it's pretty miraculous that it's held out this long. Um, I, think, uh, I think Tommy Lee Jones is actually always, you know, always, always pretty good. great. And he's he's actually trying to make this part into a part you know and yeah. I, I think whenever he's on screen it's good i think it does a good job um anytime they're um actually in the training sessions with him and the way he describes and talks about flying um yeah i think he did a great job and that was pretty cool felt authentic it was it's it's always you know i don't know how i feel about you know the politics of movies that are endorsed by the military but it's always fun to see those movies because they have an enormous amount of really cool hardware in them because the military is like, yeah, we'll give you all this stuff for free if you make a movie that makes us look like we're fun. Yeah. And, you know. Hardware is cool. Whether you whether know, you're pro-war, anti-war, whatever you I'm are, just talking about the pleasures of what this movie could offer if yeah. you were perhaps on the fence about seeing it. Yeah. Because, you know, clearly Matthew was was livid and upset and felt um, that this this somehow contributed to the downfall of western civilization yes and i don't care i just simply didn't but it didn't bother me and i i laughed i i didn't cry but i laughed almost until i cried and uh and i would see this i would say this is a really great movie for a for a for a bar like if you were gonna see this i would think with a pint you know, uh, get a get a get a pitcher of beer and and eat some peanuts and watch this in a bar. Even with the sound I think off, it'd be great, great. Great movie to have playing in the background while I'm completely one hundred percent involved and focused on something else and don't even notice that it's right. playing in the background. Then I right. think it's terrific for that. I think that uh, I would pair it. You know, I'm going to go real arty with this, mm-hmm. and I'd say let's pair this with something really crazy like Rumblefish. Or we got, you know, another similarly, you know, adrenalized Nick Cage performance, even younger. And uh, in an art movie that is deeply misunderstood by people, as I think this is. So I think they'd make a great, a great team. They're both about adolescent yearning to uh, to be the best. And, um, you know, uh, you could you could mirror that that relationship with uh, with, um, you know, his his brother in it with uh with tommy lee jones and uh, and nick cage is his his teacher that or maybe karate kid part two would be a good parent with this 
something very, you know, muscular and American, okay. but not too famous. All right. Um, you don't like any of the things I said. Just admit it. Just say it. <laughs> I'm just trying to. If, if we just sit here and you go, that, you're right. That sucked. Ha ha ha. That was a bad scene. That was really, you know, it was really bad. It was this. <laughs> It'd be less interesting. Rumblefish. Rumblefish was the name of one of the helicopter, right? Isn't there's the Apache? There's <laughs> the, the Apache. Apache. Yeah. 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 The Apache, the Stinger, and the yeah. Rumblefish. The Rumblefish is actually what you sit on in the back of the helicopter. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we have finished our cage fight. We had a three-round cage fight. And you couldn't be happier that this is over. I'm so glad it's over. And I'm very excited about what we're launching into which is horrible holidays. Okay. We got some good stuff well, coming we up. We got some good stuff coming up in December starting with next week 1974's Black Christmas. We have 3 between now and Christmas because we we have to take the uh the eighth off, but between now and Christmas we will have 3 Christmas horror movies. Mhm. Mm and then after Christmas, before New Year's, we will have a New Year's horror movie. So we're 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 counteracting all the saccharine, sweet, yeah. good you, feeling, which I don't like. I don't if, like good feeling if things. You're sick I, and tired of of the, this cheerful, forced happiness yeah. that everybody's supposed to feel during this time, and you want a refuge from some of that, just even for an hour. You'll at least have our podcast where we're not doing It's a Wonderful Life. We're not doing Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Actually, we might do Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. That's pretty anti-Christmas then. <laughs> but um, we're going to do something uh, different. We're going to do terrifying, yeah. awful, disturbing movies that, uh, you know, I think it's a nice antidote. Yeah. So, so tune in or listen to us on the podcast. Tell all of your friends. And uh, like us. And one or two of your enemies, if you're on speaking terms. Yeah. And if you hate the show, tell more enemies. Um, but uh, we love you all. Have a great, safe, healthy, and happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yes, you all will. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving, man. You too, buddy. Thanks. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to the Arkin Brothers talk about movies. That's my brother, Matthew Arkin. And that's my brother, Anthony Arkin. And we are interesting, irreverent, and irrelevant. But you can follow us on Instagram anyway. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and check out our merch. And you can do it all on our website. Just follow the link on your podcast app. Or if you really want to stalk us, head over to ArkinBros.com. You'll learn more about us than anyone would ever want to know.